My name is Eliza Sorensen, and I'm pro-life. I'm Sarah Hernandez, and I'm pro-choice. And today we bring to you the question, is abortion humane? We have previously prepared a series of questions, and we prepare our answers for them as well. Our first question is, do you believe abortion is humane? Yes, it's not murder or anything like that. It's not like the thing has a conscious. I believe that abortion is not humane. Our second question is, are you a feminist? And I would say that I am, Sarah. Yes. Our third question is, how do you think sexism and abortion are related? It's a disturbing trend that many have noticed and we've decided to talk about it in this podcast, so lucky you. Some people may believe that women are being sexist when they are anti-abortion simply because they believe that sexist men think that they should all be pregnant, which doesn't make sense to me at all. Um, I believe that people are under the mistaken impression that if a woman gets pregnant, it's her fault. This leads many women to get an abortion when they should instead be given the support to have the child, because if a man gets a woman pregnant, the man can easily leave. Our fourth question is, do you believe that you can't be a feminist if you're anti-abortion? I feel like it would defeat the purpose if you're fighting for the right to choose to do what you want with your body, but don't think abortion is right, then it doesn't make sense. Abortion gives you the right to choose what you want to do with your body, whether you were raped or not. Women should still have the decision to decide what they do with their bodies. No, I actually disagree with that. I believe that being a feminist means equal rights for males and females, and it also means respecting others' beliefs, but feminism is equal rights for males and females, including the child that you're pregnant with. So, yes, it's a matter of women's rights, but it's also a matter of moral rights. The moral right you have to that child that you're growing inside your body. But if you believe abortion is right or wrong, shouldn't it matter to others and it shouldn't be a cause for hate? Our next question goes hand in hand with our previous one. It's, why do people believe that you can't be a feminist and be against abortion? Sarah? They probably believe that because they think that since feminists are fighting for the right to control their own bodies, being against abortion would contradict what they're fighting for. I think that people believe that if you're anti-abortion, you're anti-women's rights, which isn't true as shown in this podcast. Okay, we're going to go off script for a little bit because Sarah has a question. Do you believe in the idea that anti-abortionists are speaking for the unborn child? Like when abortionists say, anti-abortionists say that they're protecting the poor child. Do you go first or should I? Okay. I believe that that is BS when they say they're standing up for the unborn child's rights and that they're protecting the child. Because as soon as the child is born, they don't care. They don't care if the child ends up with abusive parents or thrown away. If anything, they end up sending the child to the already overworked foster system, which the government does nothing to help with. The foster system needs help taking care of the children given to them by the parents who couldn't get an abortion because of the laws. Yet the government that made the anti-abortion laws in order to protect the child are just going to leave them in the foster system without, without providing them with the help and care they need. They don't care if the child dies or is abused. 
They only voted for anti-abortion in order to have control whether it be over the women's bodies or not. Those are some really good thoughts. Um, so, I'm gonna, so, you said, do you think that anti-abortionists are speaking up for the unborn child? Um, I think that they are because I think that the unborn child is a, a body with a mind and a soul who knows that it's supposed to be safe with its mother and then it's and then if it's taken and killed when it's being aborted then that strips away the sense of safety that even the littlest of humans has and about your points with the foster care system um, it may be overworked but I think that's because there aren't it's very expensive to adopt, obviously, because you need to pay for medical bills and stuff. And so, and so, if we were to revise our foster care laws, as I do believe they need revision, then it would be a much easier for women to, if they don't want to keep the babies but they couldn't get an abortion, they could put that child in foster care. And a family who wanted a child but couldn't have one because of infertility or money reasons now could have the child that they wanted. So our next question is, do you believe the population story? Um, I think that's just, I get it, but does it make sense? That shouldn't be the reason why you abort your child. Like, I'm pro-choice, like, choosing what you decide to do with your body, not other people persuading you to change your mind on killing the child or not? Um, I think that the abort- that the population story is false, and it was created just to force women to abortions. And it's even been proved false by experts. Like, people have looked at it and said, yeah, no, this is false. And, I mean, we all know that overpopulation is a thing. If you've seen Endgame or Infinity War, like... It's not really a true thing. So, I have a follow-up question with that, actually. So, why do you think, like, the population law was created, like, besides forcing women into abortions? Because there's got to be a reason for that. Oh, okay. Not law. I think there is an issue with overpopulation, but they shouldn't shove that into the pregnant women's face, like, this is going to be an issue if you give birth to this child. Like, Especially it should be through an emotional time already. Yeah, it's like, it should be up for her either way. That's true, your body is your choice, so whatever you do with it, that's your choice, and it shouldn't be up to other people what you do with it. So the overpopulation story is forcing women into this choice when they think it's wrong or they're going to choose that either way but they should be able to choose it on their own without having to look back and thinking would I have chosen that if it had a, if I had been told this lie okay so the next question is do you believe that there are certain times when abortion is okay definitely but it shouldn't matter what the situation was you decide whether you want the child or not if you were raped and didn't want the child then that's up to you and it's okay if you got raped and you wanted the child, that's fine, too. 
If you wanted to do it but didn't want the child, then you have the option to abort it and next time write Kano. It's all up to you. Don't let what other people think of it change your decision. Um, my opinion is kind of controversial about it. Like, even my mom doesn't agree with me. But I believe that abortion is never okay. If you are, even if you're a victim of sexual abuse, assault, rape, incest, and you end up pregnant, I believe that there's a reason for that. Even if you don't end up keeping that child, there are women who want families and who can't have children because of infertility reasons or because of other reasons that prevent them from giving birth. And if you don't abort your child and if you put it out into the foster care system, there is a risk with that. There is a gamble because there's always a chance that something could go wrong. But there's also the chance that something could go really, really right. And that child could end up with a family who will love and support him. And that child could go on to do amazing things. Okay, so our next question has to do with infant side. And infant side is different from abortion because abortion is the removing of the child from the uterus. And infant side is the killing of the child after it's born if the abortion has failed. So our next question is, do you believe infant side is an okay alternative to abortion? No, the thing is already here, so might as well just put it up for adoption. You already went through the pain of having it, so just put, give it up for adoption and hope for the best. Yeah, infant side is definitely murder. Abortion is kind of in the gray area, but infant side is definitely the killing of an innocent child. Okay, so we each have some stories, personal or from interviews that we have. So Sarah gets to go first. <laughs> this lady named Laura is a mother of three and, a num- and has a number of health issues, including this. Um, it's a tumor in her upper intestine and abrasions. When Laura found out she was pregnant, she knew immediately that carrying another pregnancy to term was not an option for her. She had a hemorrhage while giving birth to her last child, and her sister, who also had lupus, had died after giving birth. Laura didn't want to risk um, dying after giving birth to that last child and leaving her other children without a parent, so she decided to get an abortion. Um, so my story is similar to that. So the story didn't give names. I got it from priestforlife.org. So uh, this story is also the point of view of a child who was almost aborted. She was, her mother was over 40 when she got pregnant with her, and her friends all told her it was ridiculous that she was pregnant at that age because the baby could be mentally mentally ill, or she could have, or she or the baby could have health issues due to this pregnancy. So her friend convinced her to get an abortion, but the abortion, and so she aborted the baby, and found out it was a boy, and... 
but she was still going through the symptoms of pregnancy, so she was very confused. So she went in, and they told her that the abortion had only aborted one baby, and it was twins. So she ended up giving birth to the other twin, and she immediately knew after she aborted the baby that she had made the wrong choice, and she said that she wished she had let the baby live, because, and she said she shouldn't have made that choice due to peer pressure. raped by a man who she thought was her friend. Um, when she found out she was pregnant due to the rape, she immediately wanted to terminate the pregnancy because she's a full-time student and couldn't provide enough money to support the child. And she couldn't tell her mother because her mother would try to force her to keep the pregnancy. And she spent two months trying to raise enough money to pay for her procedure and she had to pawn a lot of her stuff and even ask for her rapist for money to support the child but he refused so she ended up having um saving up for an abortion and ended up getting it successfully so my next story is a personal one from a woman I know. I'm not going to give names just in case. But she, um, she, was, she struggles with infertility and she can't have children. So after she got married and she discovered this, she was devastated. She had always wanted to be a mother and now that she couldn't have children, she, she thought that dream was ruined. So she and her husband decided to go into adoption half-heartedly because they knew it would take too much money and they weren't sure how they would be able to care for children who suffered intense emotional trauma and in some cases physical trauma. And so, and she ended up finding a 16-year-old pregnant woman who was going in for an abortion. And she talked to her and she ended up deciding along with this, along with her husband and this young mother that she wanted to adopt this baby that this young woman was about to have. And so instead of going through with this abortion, she, the teenage mother ended up carrying the pregnancy to full term and she had a baby boy. And my friend adopted him and she did this again with another pregnant woman who was considering abortion. And she adopted her son as well. And so she ended up with two loving sons who are now raising a beautiful, kind, loving home and who have a much better life than no life at all.